I want to be able to tell my pillow, no, I have to get things done today. So, you should see a doctor. Hey everyone, and welcome to A Thing A Month, also known as Adam. I'm your host, Cody Kobar, and today I'm joined by guest co-host, Caleb Inman. How you doing, buddy? I am doing fantastic, my friend. I'm living the dream today. How are you doing? Uh, living the dream every day. Always. Always. Always, always, always. And I'm so glad that to hear that you're actually doing the same. Thank you, my friend. I am very happy you are living the dream as well. <laughs> well, so so we can not go in a circle and talk about how happy we are for each other that we're all living <laughs> the dream. Let's go ahead and introduce the challenge for this month. So this month, Caleb and I are going to be partaking in the early riser challenge, where we are both going to be waking up at 4 a.m. every single day. It's an early one. That's a that's early to wake up. Um, I don't know about you, but this might be the earliest that I've ever woken up sans driving somebody to the airport or something like that. And it also will definitely be the most consistently early I've ever woken up. I, I'm right there with you, my friend. The only time I've ever woken up this early was for basic training, and it wasn't even 4 a.m. It was after 5, 5 a.m. Oh, yeah, I, that's interesting. You know, coming from a military background, I think you might have a bit of a different perspective on this than I do. Um, yes. You know, I'm just a uh, wee old civilian, so I don't have any knowledge <laughs> of what goes on. But as far as, you know, the civilian life goes, you know, I was pre-pandemic, that is, my work schedule was I would try to be at the office before 6 a.m. most of the time. So that involved waking up at 5 a.m. and I'd wake up, get ready, and I'd have all my stuff ready to go and so I'd be able to be out the door before 5.30. Right. Um, if not if not sooner. That was my morning routine pre-pandemic and I'd like to get back to that. So hopefully this kind of shifts me back into that. But before we talk about, you know, that, I would really like to talk about the, the military background of this because that's something that I legitimately hadn't even considered. So what was basic like in terms of like, you know, waking up and getting everything ready and what hours were those? Uh, so the basic daily hour for basic training was actually 5.45 a.m. wake up call to 9 p.m. lights out. And, you know, th throughout the day we had, you know, different various things that we would be doing. Right at 5.45 a.m. the wake up call would come, the trumpets would, would blare, the people would come on the intercom saying to get up and get ready for the day. Lights would be flashed on and, you know, we were up and at them every day. Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, 5.45. So I don't know if you, you caught this, but you said up and at them. Yes. Ha ha, Adam. Little play on words there. <laughs> <laughs> so I that sound like in bed, lights out by nine seems very different from your current routine. <laughs> First, I have a question for you. I might have an answer. How do you wake up in the morning? I know that sounds... Let, let me go first so I can give you some context. Fair enough. So my, my morning routine is I have an alarm on my nightstand. I have my phone on my nightstand that has my alarm. But I also wear my watch so that it'll vibrate me. Mm -hmm. So that ideally, I don't have to hear an alarm. Because it is so off-putting waking up to an alarm. I would much rather it be my watch... But if it's just my watch and I don't have anything to turn off, I have a greater than not chance of snoozing. Right. <laughs> I am the world's worst snoozer. I used to not <laughs> be this way. I used to be alarm goes off. I'm up. I'm doing the things. But something happened after college where I just can snooze. I can snooze. I can snooze until I could snooze 
no longer, and then I had to do something. <laughs> I, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm right there with you. I think, uh, I think I need to have to start paying someone every time I hit the snooze button to give me motivation to not hit the snooze button. I thought about buying that contraption where you like load it with a hundred dollar hundred dollar bill, and like if you don't get up and like press the button, it will shred it. Oh jeez! <laughs> but I know that I would just lose so much money, and it would be a lose lose <laughs> situation because I'm gonna snooze anyway. Oh, you and me both. I I wish I could change it, and that's kind of the reason. One of the reasons why you know I put this challenge on the docket specifically was because I knew this was a habit that I wanted to train in myself. And see if I had the dedication enough to be able to pursue it for the full 28 days. And what would it be like for the full 28 days? Is this something that I even want to continue doing? Or, you know, is this something that was horrible and I just, it's not who for, not for me, not who I am. And, and so it was more of like a, a trial and something that I wanted to do. And you were talking about this is something that you wanted to pursue as well. Correct. So daily schedule for myself. Before, before quarantine, of course, I had to be somewhere for work, no later than 6.45 every day. Typically, I'd get up a little earlier so I could go for a quick jog, nothing too crazy, one or two miles before, and then shower, shave, brush the teeth, everything, get to work, or get to scheduled PT by 6.45, so I'm not late of a showtime at 07. Uh, Work typically would get out by 3 o'clock, and then I'd come home and do, you know, whatever was on the mind for the day until uh, bedtime roughly midnight to one. And so very little sleep. Looking at this, not very early rising, but early rising at the time since I wasn't getting any sleep. I would also, I would set alarms. I have my, my Google Home. I would set an alarm on it. I would set an alarm on my cell phone and as well on my watch just to make sure I was up in time. So do you have a problem with waking up in terms of like you can't hear your alarm or do you just have alarms for like fail saves pretty much for fail saves um if i have multiple set i end up getting annoyed and getting up anyways so that it having the multiple it, it kind of pushes me to get out of bed and get going for the day and see that's my issue is i don't like the way that alarms wake me up because i wake up annoyed and I hate that. I hate that feeling. I, I want to start my day refreshed, not like, oh, my alarm is killing me. You know what I'm saying? I know exactly what you're saying. That's why, so the the typical Apple alarm, the the slight ringing, the one that whenever someone hears it, they kind of have a little, little stress going on them and stuff. I have actually changed that to where it plays music, whether that be on the radio or on my Spotify playlist at this point. So at least I'm waking up to a song I know and enjoy listening to. So I I had this song whenever I was back in high school. I had this song. Uh, it's called Donald Trump by Mac Miller. Funny enough, it's <laughs> absolutely no relation to really Donald Trump. It was just it just happened to be the the song of choice. And it was in I was in high school. This is before he was even president. Before he was on the radar for it. If you haven't heard it, Mac Miller, Donald Trump, it's a fantastic song. It is very explicit. So if that's not your thing, don't, don't, don't give it a listen. But I really enjoyed it because I had it, I had it so it would wake me up and pump me up before I had to go to my, before I had to go to my morning workout for football during the summertime. Right. And that would happen at about 5.30ish. That would play. And I really, really liked the song. And to this day, I still really enjoy the song. 
but it took a while to get me past the phase where I would listen to it and I would stop feeling like, oh no, oh no, I'm, I'm, I gotta go the early morning football workout. <laughs> so I had to stop listening to music because I started as- associating like the music with almost a, like a drowning feeling, you know, like it just, it was not productive or successful for me. And I, I relate whatever the tone is with that sinking feeling of like the people when people hear the Apple alarm. Right. Yeah, so my, my song of choice, so I, I because of that same reason, uh, the fact that I now associate it with waking up early in the morning, so I don't listen to it as much outside of my alarms, but the song Rocketeer by Far East Movement. Oh, fantastic song. Super chill intro, you know, kind of like wake up to it and I hear the here we go part and I'm just like, yeah, here we go. Let's start the day. And so it, it kind of kind of helps me get out of bed. I mean, may I might have to hear it three or four different times before I actually get out of bed. Oh, but... see, that would ruin the song for me. <laughs> see, that, that's no... what I'm saying. I don't listen to it uh, a lot outside of my alarms now. But every <laughs> once in a while, I still do because it is a great song. I like Rocketeer too much to do that to it. <laughs> I I I haven't heard it in so long, but like you said the you said this the name of the song and the artist and like I immediately in my head I did the the whole what you just sang like the <laughs> come with me there's a world out there that we should see blah blah oh, blah I'm so not going to sing on the podcast but you get the idea. <laughs> it's so good. But now quarantine days. Shout out to a uh, COVID-19 for Making it to where we can't do anything. I don't think um, shouting it out's a good idea. <laughs> I'll take that one back. Um, <laughs> no, but so now I only work two days every other week for the time being. And it's a Tuesday and Friday every other week. So now on the days that I don't work, it's more of a wake up whenever my body decides to get up. And it's a more natural wake up time. But in turn... I'm sleeping the first half of the day, so I'm not going to bed until 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock in the morning. Oh, so this might regulate you a little bit. And so this is going to, hopefully, which I have a good feeling it's going to, put me back on a better sleep schedule and, you know, getting me more productive throughout the day. So I'm not sure on, like, the sciences of, like, circadian rhythms and stuff like that. I believe all of the, the... You know, sleep science is a very nuanced field, so I'm not sure how much we've put into, like, you know, whether you're a night owl or a morning person or any of that, but based off of your trends and your history and your past, would you say that you're more of a night owl or a morning person? Well, looking at where I'm at in life and stuff, you know, being in the military and everything and the the current job I have, the job I had before it, I would think I'm more of a morning person because... I'm a lot better at getting up when I have to and getting straight to work. But then again, on the weekends, it's really easy for me to stay up all night long and hang out with my buddies, go out if I want to, stay up late and play video games. So I want to say I'm more of a a night owl, but I believe that both work very well for me. So you're a night owl by nature, but you aspire to be a morning person. Yes, Interesting. I I am a morning person, but I aspire to be an earlier morning person. <laughs> <laughs> like if I could, I think my ideal schedule would be that. I think I like the four a.m. work, like wake up and and really go to work and really hit it hard. 
ideally that's my my routine right um and we're going to talk about this a little more later but there is something satisfying to me about getting work done before the sun rises yes i actually agree there i was talking to a good friend of mine about it which he's also going to to join us in the challenge and he was like so why do you want to do something like this and I told him the few times that I have woken up super early in the mornings to get things done, it has been like complete bliss in the mornings because people aren't texting me, trying to get a hold of me. There's no one else online that'll distract me to talk to them. Um, so it's literally just me, prime time focus, getting stuff done. And it's that that's what I want. I want more of that, but I haven't had any accountability for it. You know, I know I didn't really talk about it much, but my average awake time is about 5.45 now. But whether I get out of bed and get my day started at 5.45 might be a different picture depending on the day. And I usually am in bed by like 9.30. Whether I'm not asleep by that time is also a different story. So I say that to say that if I'm awake by 5.45, I don't feel like I have any accountability to get up during that time. Right. The pandemic definitely set me back in terms of like my obligations to like what time I have to work. Um, I mean, regardless, I'm working by like 6.30, 6.45 anyway. But as long as I get my hours in and I get my tasks complete, it can be done whenever. And so I feel like my obligations to get up and do the things are a little more, they're they're a little less rather, right? Like there's, there's less pressure to do things earlier in the morning. And so I'm kind of taking that. I think I've started taking advantage of it. It started as like a, oh, I'm just going to snooze this one day. Oh, I'm just going to snooze this one day. And then it's kind of become, you know, my routine and my schedule. And I really would like to snap it back, even if it has to be like a dramatic overcorrection in one direction to get me there. Like, so I think, I think this could be a, a good thing for both of us in terms of like getting us our ideas, our ideal schedules Especially because this is something that we want to do, right? Like, we both chose this, you know, somewhat independently. This is something that you're like, oh yeah, I want to do this too. And so I was like, okay, perfect. Let's let's both get at it. Right. Yeah. So when whenever you sent me the list of the the potential ideas for the month, you know, I sent you my first uh, first few like a rough draft of what I wanted to do. I, I guess what had happened is I was kind of skimming through it because I was busy when I was first reading it, and then the second time I went and looked back. I noticed that I had skipped over this challenge and I was like, oh, hey, that's something I want to do anyways. So why not make it a challenge and have someone there to go with me through it? Yeah, that's the thing that I've kind of noticed with Adam, like doing these challenges. They're not always the most fun things, right? Like the One Punch Man challenge was not the most fun thing. In fact, there are still negative repercussions from that that I'm still trying to get over. And, uh, but there's still positive things from that too. Like now I, I run every day. Like now I run two miles, like it's nothing. And I've, I'm, I've ran my fastest mile time that I've ever ran, including on the hills and stuff. So there's a lot of good things, but there's some bad things from that too. I, I was looking forward to it, but I definitely would not have done it if I did not have an accountability, right? Like there's absolutely no way. Like that just, there's, there's something about putting the challenge to it that just makes you so much more likely to say, okay, well, I'm just going to go for it and I'm going to do it. And uh, you and I even made the challenge a little more accountability-esque by saying we're going to have to record ourselves 
like hopping out of bed every morning and like either making that cup of coffee or you know opening up the laptop just doing something that shows hey we're out of bed and we're staying out of bed right that that's why i wanted to you know start a video series of it because that'll that'll be something whether you know i wake up in the morning and i give you a quick call to wish you a good day or something like that it gives me another reason to actually get out and be like all right so he's going to want to see this. He's going to want to know that I'm actually up and going through the day. Yeah, so I plan on talking about this a bit later, but I think we've kind of touched on it enough that I want to go ahead and talk about it now. So with this challenge, do you have an idea of what your ideal schedule will look like now? You know, you're talking about, you know, you're going to maybe call somebody or do something as soon as you wake up. So what does your ideal morning look like or maybe your ideal day, depending on how much information you want to disclose? Right, so I actually wrote out a schedule, if you're okay with me sharing. Absolutely. If you're okay with it, I'm okay with it. Absolutely. Let me just pull it up right here on these fancy little legal pads that I take all my notes on now. So I wrote, so we, we had, a, this was when we originally said 4.30 wake up, but we've pushed it back to 4 now. So there's going to obviously be some changes in it, but this is what I had before. So 4.30 wake up between 4.30 and 5 o'clock in the morning make some coffee, get a light snack to kind of start the day, start my metabolism going and everything. From five to six, I'm going to be studying for my upcoming promotion test. Right at six o'clock, I'm going to lace up the shoes and go for a nice early morning run. Get back to my house between 6.30 and 6.45. And from that time to about 7, 7.15, shower, shave, do my personal hygiene routines, brush my teeth, wash my face type of stuff, you know. And then... From that point until 8 o'clock, personal development, day planning, an actual breakfast time to get a better meal to, you know, get get me fueled for the, for the whole morning rather than just a light snack. 8 o'clock to 2 in the afternoon, I have allotted for work or more personal development on my days off, such personal development such as coding or I'm getting really big into the stock market now, so learning about trading, what to look for when trading, um, making music if I choose to do that for the day, or learning how to play the piano, working on my guitar skills, whatever that happens to be, I want to get one of my skills better during that time. So then after that, at two o'clock when I get home or when I'm here, I'm going to go ahead and go back and have another couple hours of studying and studying the stocks through, for that day of trading and stuff, uh, or studying for my promotion test. From four to six, I'm gonna allot for some me time, whether that be I wanna play some video games, I wanna hop on YouTube and watch a few vlogs, or if I wanna just get on Netflix and watch a couple shows. Give myself a couple hours for it, cause you know, it can be all work and no play. Absolutely. Uh, then I've allotted myself an hour and a half to cook myself a healthy dinner and eat it and let it digest a little bit. And then at 7.30, Another evening exercise, whether that be a second run or weightlifting workout of some sort. Finish that by 8.15 or 8.30. Shower and get ready for bed. Then read for an hour and then head to bed. So what is your current um, sleep time? As of right now, mm -hmm. <laughs> three-ish in the morning. But with the new schedule, I have it allotted for 9.30. Okay, 9.30 to 4. How many hours is that? That's six and a half. Are you going to be able to survive on that? So my, my typical night of sleep consists of anywhere from four to six hours. And it, it's, it's usually done pretty well. There's been times in different days that I've 
needed a coffee in the middle of the day, but most most of every day I'm, I'm usually pretty good. So increased sleep, I think I'll, I'll do even better throughout the day. <laughs> okay, well, it's very odd to hear that you're going to bed at 9.30 and waking up at 4 is increased sleep, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to take your word for it and we'll go from there. My schedule is not has not been planned out as thoroughly as yours. After this, I'll probably, after recording, I'll probably sit down and do something similar to you. I just really hadn't put much thought into it. I probably should have. I'm usually a little more prepared than this. But <laughs> I'll be waking up at 4, and I'd like to be working uh, by 5.30. But before 5.30, I want to just kind of take some personal time and plan out my day. Maybe uh, work on game dev a little bit. That's something that I've been incredibly into right now. And so I'd mm -hmm. like to continue that, and there's... There's no time like the morning to get a head start on that. And uh, I'd like to be working by 5.30 and then be able to be off by 2.30, you know, put in my eight hours and kind of go from there. Because, uh, like, my typical hours have been uh, 6 to 3, varying depending on when I start. And then I kind of uh, wind down uh, around 3 o'clock anyway. I kind of do some administrative tasks or finish up the code that I've been working on. So that's kind of my schedule. Um, that's pretty much all that I've planned except for the fact that well let me let me go back if I start work by 5 30 off by 2 30 and then I'd kind of take the five hours from there to kind of just go from there right some days I'm going to be you know editing a podcast some days I'm going to be doing game dev sometimes some days I'm going to be hanging out with the family um but I think more often than not what I'm going to be doing is probably game dev or just like some personal time some more personal time I recently switched over my personal machine from mac os to linux completely and so i now am logging into my mac machine next to none of the time and so there's kind of some adjustments that i have to make and find some replacement programs i just recently shifted from adobe audition to audacity and so now i'm i'm there's some, some skills and stuff that i got to transfer over and uh, i'm gonna so i'm gonna dive into that a little bit more and that'll be some 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 of that time but now I think that my bedtime will be, I would like to be in bed by eight, asleep by 8.30, so I can get at least seven and a half hours. I am one of those people who needs sleep. Right. I don't know what it is, but if I don't get a lot of sleep, I'm a bear. And I try not to be, and I know when I am. Like, I can acknowledge whenever I'm grumpy, whenever I'm speaking to somebody and I feel the grumpy, and they're like, oh, huh, you're not being like... The, the kind person that I know you as I'm like yes I'm sorry I didn't get enough sleep I'm grumpy but like my I can't turn that off in my brain I can't just like switch to not grumpy I don't know what it is I just get so much more irritable and so I'm going to try to minimize that by going to sleep even earlier so some nights I might even try to wind down at 7 30 I know right. that this is going to be a learning experience and I'm gonna have to figure out where and when I can get my best sleep and how if that requires laying down at 7, try to go to sleep by 7.30, that's what it requires. But I'm going to I'm going to need that time because I know already that I'm going to be a bear. Yeah, I, I know that feeling. So I actually wanted to give it a try. Started a couple days early. So yesterday and today, my goal was to wake up by 4.30, 5 o'clock. You know, get a little bit earlier of a start through the day. Mm -hmm. Yesterday was fantastic. I woke up. I hopped on my, my PC, opened up all my trading platforms, opened up what I wanted to get done through the day. Discord called my, my good buddy, 
and we chatted. I got some breakfast. You know, it, it was a great day. Today, my alarm went off at 4.30, and I turned it off, and I said, nope, not today. That's what I'm worried about. I'm worried that day one is just going to be like, oh, man, I love this. I love having so much free time. And then day two just being like, no, absolutely <laughs> not. Like, this is the worst. And then I'm that carries with me throughout the day, you know. I like being the chipper person that I think that I am. I don't want to. I don't want it to be tainted for the month, and everyone comes out of May hating me. <laughs> I definitely know that feeling, and today it was definitely a lot, a lot tougher to get out of bed, and so I ended up getting out of bed at like five thirty, six o'clock, and I've still gotten quite a bit done, but it was definitely a lot tougher. So I think day one is going to be the easy day. I think starting day two is going to be that tougher day. I know. And I know it's going to be the case. I, all challenges are that way because you have like the general like excitement and like adrenaline pushing you through it. And there's no weight of it yet, right? Because you're just starting. How can it be hard if you're just starting? But right. it, it creeps up. It creeps up and it creeps up fast. Uh, you know, the first the first cold shower is surprisingly not your hardest. It's like day two, day three, day four, day five. You know, the one punch man, that wasn't the hardest. It was like day two, day three, day four. Surprisingly, the quarantine productivity challenge that I just finished, it was not, the the hardest part wasn't day one. Because that was like when I was most excited. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to start this amazing journey. But, you know, we talked about the the learning curve for all the different things and, and the Dunning-Kruger curve and how that kind of affects different things. And that hits you. And it's not day one that's the hardest. It's like day 14 that's the hardest. Right. And so because of that, I'm wondering where that's going to lie on this one. I'm wondering if day one is like, oh, man, it's hard. But day 15, it's like, oh, wow, this is so much easier than it was at first. Right? Like right. there comes a point where it becomes second nature, all of the different things. Like for, for cold showers, it came to a point where it's like, I just don't take them anymore. I came to love them. Like, I just, I don't take warm showers anymore. I just only take cold showers. With One Punch Man, there came a point where running was just significantly easier. And with, you know, the uh, the quarantine productivity challenge, there came a point where I was like, oh, I'm coding for an hour extra. Like, that's just what I do. And so I'm wondering if we'll hit a point with this where waking up at 4 a.m. is just what we do. You right. know, I would love that to be the case, but I'm very unsure as to whether or not that will actually be the case. My hypothesis is it's going to probably take at least a couple weeks for our uh, internal alarm clocks to kind of reset and adjust to where we're trying to get them to be. And then I I assume it is going to start getting easier at that point, but I don't want to speak too soon. So you looked up, we both looked up some, some articles and some stuff like that pertaining to waking up early. Is there anything interesting that you found about, you know, waking up before a certain time or anything that you want to kind of talk about? So the main thing that I noticed in, in the in the video I watched about it, and then looking back at my basic training time and then through my technical training time compared to now, the biggest difference that I see in myself and what I've heard from others is the discipline aspect. So back when I was in BMT, you know, I had to get up at a certain time. When I was in technical training, I had to get up at a certain time. And that always drove the day. And after getting up at that time, making my bed, brushing my teeth, getting things ready for the day, I had won the very first battle of the day. So that went on to me 
conquering the day and winning more battles and winning the day over and getting to market as an overall win. But now, I, you know, I'm on my own. I don't have anyone, you know, hey, like, you need to get up. It is not just me in my alarm clock saying, hey, you should probably get up. You don't have a drill sergeant there yelling at you. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And and so I, I don't have that same discipline that I had. And so now it's, it's, it's more laxed. I don't get as much done. And I, I feel like once I get that discipline back in my sleep schedule, it'll then put it into more things throughout each day. Put what into more things? What do you mean? Well, more discipline to actually oh, gotcha. put in the work. Gotcha. Interesting. So you're you're going a lot a lot on like discipline based yes. on like what you, things you read. You read the like just discipline based things. Correct. Interesting. Is there any like particular article or video that you wanted to mention in terms of like things that you looked up? So the the same one I sent you earlier. Um, mm-hmm. It is Casey Casey Neistat video that I watched. He was speaking with a Navy SEAL in in the terms of why they wake up early. Uh, the video is literally called Navy SEAL Commander Explains Why Wake Up at 4 a.m. And there's a lot of insight from that video about the discipline aspect of it all and why why more people should be doing it. I now have to ask the arguably most important question about all this. Because this is, this is, there's no rule book for this challenge, right? This is just something that we said that we were going to do. Right. Is napping allowed? Ah, uh, the question of the century. Yes. To nap or not to nap? I'm going to go out on a limb and say no. (gasps) I was hoping you weren't going to say that. I was hoping I wasn't going to say that as well. (laughs) (laughs) You said it. (laughs) One one can only hope. Uh, No, so looking back, basic training time, we didn't get naps ever. And that is when I feel like I felt my best. And mm-hmm. so I would, I'm going to go ahead and say, no, I don't think naps should be allowed. Wow, Caleb. I'm a fake I friend, really, what can I say? I regret asking you that. I was really <laughs> hoping you'd say, yeah, like one a day, Matt, or like once a week, Max, or something like that. But you came out full force, smacked me in the face, spit in my eye, pulled my hair, and drug me through the dirt. Well, you know, if, it, if it's absolutely necessary... At some point in this challenge where you're, you're just completely beaten down by waking up so early every day and, and you feel like it is absolutely necessary, I'll say yes. Take a nap. Get back on the right mindset. But if you feel like you can push through it without the nap, that's the goal. Well, Caleb, you said no naps. So now I'm not so, even so. giving you that. I'm not. If you take away my inch, I'm taking away your mile. <laughs> Fair enough. I wasn't <laughs> going to take a nap anyways. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's go ahead and move on to the arrow scale here while we, uh, before before we go off on too many tangents here. Cool. All right, what did you put down for accessibility for the challenge? I said the accessibility is a four out of five because the way I, I, I saw it, um, it's definitely doable. I can do it. I know you can do it. But like what I spoke on earlier, is the discipline there for both of us to continually do it for the full 28 days? Mm-hmm. So that, that's why I mark it as a four of five. Yeah, I I felt very similar to you. Um, <laughs> this was one of the few that I wanted to put down a decimal. I wanted it. No decimals uh, allowed. I know, I know. That's, <laughs> that's such a dumb rule. Why did I Throw do that? Throw back to episode three and four when you consistently told Kyle no decimals. 
And so five just came out today. Or no, six just came out today, and we talked about it again. Oh, so, really? Yes. So anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I was stuck between a three and a four, and I ended up falling back on a three. And the reason I didn't give it a four was just be- kind of because of the circumstances. You know, I quarantine put me in a house full of people. I'm currently not on my own. And it's not going to be easy to just kind of wake up and, and you know, do my own thing super early in the morning. I, I still have to be very um, accommodating. I still got to be cautious. And I got to make sure that I'm not making too much oi- noise when I first wake up. And, I mean, waking up is inherently natural. Like, almost every human, every human alive right now is an expert at waking up. Because if they weren't, they would not be alive. <laughs> Fair and, point. So, and so I feel like that's inherently accessible, but the issue comes with, you know, the external environments and then what you said, that internal discipline, that's where, that's where I'm a little bit worried. I'm worried about the longevity of it. And on day 20, am I going to be able to say, yep, doing it again. Yep. Doing it again. Let's go. Yep. Doing it again. So uh, the fact that I have accountability buddy, accountability buddy makes it a little bit better and it makes me a little less apprehensive to, to put like lower the number. But I think right now, right in the middle, but on the higher end of the middle end of the spectrum, three. Fair enough. How excited are you? <laughs> Not at all. I put a one of five because I didn't <laughs> want to say a zero of five because, you know, I'm always at least a little bit excited to try something new or get back to to where I was. Or, or to accomplish a goal. I'm always a little excited. But when the goal is waking up much earlier in the morning than what I'm used to, I'm not very excited. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's really hard to, to get pumped about this. <laughs> Woo, I'm going to wake up early tomorrow. <laughs> it's It seems like it's more about the outcome, right? This really feels like one of the few challenges that's going to be means to an end as opposed to the means. You know, I I put three for excitedness just because I wanted to put it right smack dab in the middle again. I'm excited for the outcome and I'm excited for what's going to happen. But I didn't give it a four or five because I know that this is going to be very hard. I know this is going to straight up suck. I, I agree with you there. So there's really there's really no other way around it. I'm glad we're both in the same boat there um, <laughs> because I feel like that's going to make it easier. I mean, not that not that misery loves company rather, but that we're both going to be able to share the same mindset going in and how is that going to look going out, right? Like we have a, a control group established. Absolutely. And the good thing is it's not going to be just us because I have my friend here who's wanting to do it with us. And speaking with old cousin Kyle on the phone as well, and I told him what challenge we were doing, he said, oh man, I wanted to do that one. And I said, well, then who's stopping you to do it with us? Oof, you got him. And I did get him. And so I believe he's going to be doing it with us as well. Wow, fantastic. Well, we'll have a bunch of people to hear from then and uh, at the end of May. Absolutely. Are you feeling reserved at all, Caleb? Uh, So for the the reservations, I said kind of smack dab in the middle at a three of five. Mm-hmm. Because like like I said, I've done it before, woken up early every day for multiple multiple days in a row. But do I want to do it again? That's kind of where my thoughts were at, thinking of my reservations. Like, yes, I want to do it again, but also I'm down. No, I don't want to do this again. Mm-hmm. But you know, it, it's gonna it's gonna get done. It's gonna be done, and it's it's gonna be tough, but it's gonna be a good one. I went up to you. I gave it a four for all the same reasons. I think I just am feeling a little more dread than you are. <laughs> There's really no really no other rhyme or reason to it. You, you pretty much gave voice to my thoughts. So I'm not going to spend too much time on that. 
Fair. And how are you expecting the outcome to be? Zero being not good. Five being this is the greatest thing I've ever done in my life. So my so I, I wrote down my O is opinion on the potential outcome. And I put a four of five because I'm expecting to to get up and get things done and get them done efficiently. And it's going to take some time to get to that point. But I think by the end of this, I'm going to, my alarms are going to go off and I'm going to sit up and be like, all right, let's get to it and sit down and get to work and, you know, get done what needs to get done for the day. That right there is really what I'm hoping to get out of this. I'm really hoping that like my ability to hit the snooze button is completely gone. Like I don't want to be able to do that anymore. I want my alarm to go off and say, it's time to go wake up in the morning, do my business, get on with the day. Right. That's exactly what I'm wanting it. And that's also exactly why I gave it a four. Ah, so we're on the same page. I really well. feel like we're, we're, we're very similar, similarly specced going into this. I feel like the average person would probably be aligned with us, maybe even a little more dread than we, you and I. I. I really want that feeling of like waking up and just, oh, I'm ready to take on the day every single day, right? I'm living the right. dream every day, but can I wake up from my dreams efficiently, <laughs> you know? Absolutely. Because, you know, that that nice pillow is just caressing your head and whispers, oh, why don't you stay here just a little bit longer? I want to be able to tell my pillow, no, I have to get things done today. So you should see a doctor. (laughs) My pillows don't talk to me. (laughs) You know, uh, I would like to go back to sometimes it really do be like that, my friend. (laughs) No, my pillow doesn't talk to me, bud. <laughs> in no way, shape, or form does my pillow do that. Um, my pillow whispers to me all the time. I'm surprised yours don't. And you're in the military, dude. You can't be taking that stuff. <laughs> hey, man. Shh. <laughs> don't out me like that. <laughs> just, just a joke. Just in case anyone who's listening is just a joke. <laughs> all right. So before we before we close here for a quick little break for them and. 14 days for us. Is there anything that you would like to leave the listeners with? Nothing for the listeners at this point, but I do have a, uh, a couple questions for you. What's up, man? So weekends, are we keeping the same schedule? Or are we going to give a little leeway in the mornings? What's, what's your thoughts on that? 28 days, brother man. Perfect. That's what I like to hear. And then before we go in, I was curious to hear your thoughts on after the challenge is over. Do you think you're going to keep up with a similar schedule? Do you think you're going to go back to waking up a little bit later in the day? You know, I I started doing this with the challenges, kind of predicting what life would be like after the challenge. And I have found that my guesses are futile because going into the cold shower challenge, I never would have thought that I would still be taking cold showers to this day. Right. Going into the One Punch Man challenge, I never expected to come out as a runner. So, and going into the game dev, I mean, going into the quarantine uh, productivity challenge, I never would have expected to come out having made a game. So, guesses are futile. I'm just going to be completely honest with you. But I will say that my guess for now is that I will probably end up adjusting it to be a little bit later. But my goal is is to be consistently 4 p- 4 a.m. every day. Um, it's it's you know it's really hard to have a strict uh, schedule in the real world. You know, like outside of camp or like outside of uh, quarantine, right? Like it's really hard to maintain a schedule because like social obligations become become a thing, and like you know late night playing video games and stuff like that, and you know weekends, the, all those happen. But 
for me personally, a consistent sleep schedule is very important. And I would like to hold it as best as I possibly can for as long as I possibly can. And so will I do it after this? Hopefully. Do I think I will? Probably, but adjusted. What about you? So I'm kind of the same way. Uh, I would like to keep up a, a very similar schedule after this is over. Um, 4 a.m., potentially. I'll probably end up pushing that back a little bit. But seeing how this goes on days that I work and stuff, I've allotted myself more than enough time to get up and get some work done, get a run in, and study. So if that proves to be a good time for me to get those things done before I get my day started, I'm, I'm going to want to try and keep that same schedule throughout the the work week once the quarantine is over and I'm back to work on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the quarantine really does throw a wrench into things, into a lot of things, rather. It, it really does, but, you know, it, I, I feel like this is going to be good to get me back on a on a normal schedule. Well, not normal normal, but... Normal a, enough. <laughs> a, a better schedule. Yeah, I... <laughs> You know, there's only going to be, if we're looking at history, there's only going to be one event like this in our lifetime. So we might as well take advantage of this while we have the opportunity to, opportunity to do so. I, I will agree with you there. <sighs> All right. Well, I personally have nothing left to say. I think we've covered everything pretty sufficiently. All right. Accountability, buddy. Let's, let's, let's do this. We got it. All right. Thank you, guys. And we'll, it'll be 30 seconds for you, 14 days for us. Catch you in just a second. Hey, welcome back. A little 30-second break for you. A little 14-day break for us. Well, I wouldn't say it's been a break. It's been, um, it's been rough. (laughs) It's definitely been a struggle. I, oh, I have so many things to say about this challenge. (laughs) If we're only 14 days in, and I thought about quitting 13 days ago... (laughs) (laughs) This has been so rough. I won't go as far as to say 13 days ago, but we'll say right around 10 days ago, I was ready to say, all right, you know what? It was good while it lasted, but uh, let's go ahead and try something new. You and I really haven't talked about this much. We have been, we have referenced it to each other saying, oh, it's been hard today. Oh, it hasn't been so hard lately. But the general idea is the only conversation that we have had about this challenge is Every morning at four o'clock, we make sure each other is awake. Exactly. A nice little, nice little good morning text every day. So I, I say that to say that we really have not done any conversation about this. And I am genuinely curious about your thoughts. Like right now, do a, do a, a brain dump on me. What are your thoughts about 4am? <sighs> well, it's kind of a love-hate relationship currently. On one hand, I really like waking up because I'm not really bothered by anyone. I mean, like, you and I have a quick little conversation, and then my friend Matt's up at that time as well, and so he and I kind of talk every once in a while. But other than that, it's literally just time for myself. And so I can grow as a person during that time, do some reflection time, learn something new if I choose, go on runs like you said. So it's, it's good. I think the hate part of the relationship comes from my alarm clock. <laughs> I hate it. I cannot stand it at this point. Uh, I've thrown some expletives in there when I wake up in the mornings to my alarm clock and uh, have a nice, nice little conversation with it, telling it to uh, please be quiet if you're catching what I'm saying. Yeah, absolutely. Whenever it first goes off in the morning, my immediate thought was, 
I haven't slept yet. <laughs> like every single morning it goes off and I'm like, I feel like I have not slept a wink. It, it comes a lot sooner than expected. Just about every day. Legitimately. I, I have felt like I've got quality sleep. Like I actually got my full eight hours maybe twice. <laughs> it's It's pretty funny. Since we've started this challenge, I've been going to bed a lot earlier than I normally do, which I've been going to bed anywhere between 7.30 and 9.30 every night, and my friends that I'm talking to throughout the days and stuff, they'll be Snapchatting me around those times, and I'll be like, alright, I'm gonna go to bed, and I've been called things old, I've been called a nerd now, uh, hey, tell me why are you going to sleep so early type of stuff, and I'm just like, hey, I gotta be up at four, I don't know what y'all are doing, but it's time for me to sleep. Yeah, that's that kind of ties into the next point that I want to make is like an unexpected consequence of this is there has been a substantial amount of like social isolation that I had not foreseen. Um, <laughs> you know what I'm saying though? Like I do. I the do. person who I'm communicating with most these days is you just because our schedule lines up, but my <laughs> schedule lines up with literally nobody else in the, like anybody else who I consider a friend. Yeah, I, I know the feeling. I've, I've been feeling the same way. Yeah, like, uh, yeah. I'm up and, you know, the day starts and I'm off work before they are. And then when they get off work, I'm like, well, I'm eating dinner now. And then after dinner, I'm like, I'm going to work on some more personal stuff and then I'm asleep. Yep. That's that's pretty much exactly how it's been going. So that's been, that's definitely been like the weirdest consequence. Like I knew that there would be some unsettling, unsettledness there. Like there would be something unsettled there in terms of people who I socialize with on a regular basis, but I did not realize the extent at which it would occur right. by, by any means. Like that's, it, you, it feels like I'm in a different time zone than people in Texas. It, it's definitely a weird feeling. Mm-hmm. It is so weird. And I, I've learned that I value sleep a lot more than I did before. And example, last night, I, last night I was in bed, 8.15ish. Mm-hmm. And if you recall from 14 days ago, I said I was going to be going to bed at 9 o'clock every night. Mm-hmm. Well, that slowly has gotten earlier and earlier every day. And so last night I was asleep by 8.30, 8.45 maybe. Mm-hmm. And 10 o'clock rolled around and a friend of mine called and woke me up. And she said a snake had gotten in her house and she needed it to be, uh, to get, she needed the snake to go away. And so she had called me to get rid of it. <laughs> <laughs> and I showed up at her house and I was not happy because all I wanted to do was sleep. <laughs> Caleb, the same thing happened to me all the way down to the snake. No, I'm just kidding. That didn't happen. No, I had a, I had a friend call me. Um, there, A group of friends were hanging out and one of them told a joke. And it was like, oh my gosh, Cody was there when this happened. I'm going to call Cody. And they called me at 1130 and I answered. Oh, no. I, and I texted and I said, well... One of them called me and I said, I texted them and I said, hey, I'm asleep. Is this an emergency? And they said, yes, it's an emergency. And I said, is it really an emergency? Because I got to wake up in like four and a half hours. Like, yes, it's really an emergency. And so I answered the phone and they said, all right, do you remember that time that this happened? I'm like, yeah, what about it? What's going on? Like, isn't, this, isn't that funny? Oh, it's the it's worst. Like, 
I am going to actually never talk to y'all again. (laughs) No, it was funny and I had a good laugh about it after the fact. But let me tell you, at 11.30 a.m., I was like, (laughs) I might have actually grown devil horns. (laughs) Like, just so much rage. Tying me right into my next point. Another unforeseen consequence. Caleb, I'm tired all the time. I'm tired. I'm tired at 4 a.m. I'm tired at noon. I'm tired at 3 p.m. But do you know when? Do you know when I'm not tired? Probably around bedtime, huh? I'm not tired at 8 p.m. <laughs> of course, to be expected. But it's like different though, because like whenever I was in high school, I could stay up all night playing Modern Warfare 2. Like there was not even a question about how late I could stay up doing it. However, it was like the you were fighting the sleep, and you're like, oh, well, I'm not even tired anymore because I stayed up so long. It's almost like this is my me time, and I want to work on some stuff now that I'm more awake than I am at 4 a.m., but the issue is, like, I get so ingrained in, like, a project or something that my brain is just so awake, and then by the time I close my laptop, I'm like, oh, I want to keep working on that. That was fun, you know? So it's been, that has been a huge issue. I think... I think my biggest issue is I cannot get a consistent enough schedule for this to be the the thing that I want slash need it to be. Do you know what I'm saying? I, I know the feeling. That's actually something I wanted to bring up. So on a daily basis, usually the night before, but sometimes when I wake up, I try and make a list of the things I need to get done for the day. Mm-hmm. And having all this free time in the morning, unbothered. I've been able to complete literally everything for that day within those first few hours with nothing but working on it that morning. And so it leaves me sitting around the house doing nothing for the rest of the day. <laughs> yeah. And it's, He's... oh, it's, it's, it's gotten me. It, it's confused me. I've been sitting here. I've watched a ungodly amount of YouTube videos over these past couple weeks. All right, quick recommendation. I... Go. Which, which one? Which do we recommend? <laughs> David Dobrik's vlogs. Funny and very entertaining. No, one. One video. Go. Oh, one video. Oh, Mr. Beast Challenge. Uh, The anything you fit in the circle, he will pay for. That challenge is very entertaining. Interesting. It's... I've watched... Mr. Beast videos, David Dobrik videos, Casey Neistat videos. I've gone down rabbit holes where you start watching something about the Titanic. And a couple hours later, you're watching two drafts fight. And then a couple hours later, you're watching how how the, how the clouds form. Like, it doesn't make any sense to me. And I'll be sitting here, and I'll lose track of time. And then all of a sudden, it's 8 o'clock, and I'm like, oh, hey, I guess it's time for bed. I know. I understand YouTube rabbit holes and how crazy they are. What I don't understand is why you are watching videos of giraffes fighting. Hey, man. You know, it's, it's just... It's me time, I guess. That's fair. No, I definitely understand. <laughs> I, I cannot fault you. I've, I have seen some really weird things on YouTube, and it was just like, how did I get here? It's, it's really a struggle. The YouTube algorithm is a different beast. And also, I realized... We are on, like, two totally different ends of the YouTube spectrum. Like, I'm, I have my iPad in front of me. Do you, have, do you have a computer handy? I do. Okay. Open your computer and go to YouTube. Okay. Just open the app. Don't click on any videos. Just open YouTube. All right. 
what are some of the things that are in your recommendations? Like, just like, <laughs> watch this video. <laughs> you want me to read you, uh, how about I read you the first, the first five? Uh, okay, go for it. I've got The Sidemen Bake Off, My okay. Custom Shades by Casey Neistat. Okay. Ten Things the Vlog Squad Can't Live Without by Jason Nash. Okay. Will Ferrell Deeply Regrets Eating Spicy Wings on First We Feast. Okay, first uh, hot ones. That's 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 good. That's that'll be in mine oh, occasionally too. It's a very good one. And then Sony A seven three long term review almost eighteen months later. We I'm t- we are in totally different realms of the YouTube spectrum. <laughs> we have like slight intersection. But like, listen to this: a Game Grumps compilation from Game Grumps. Okay. Uh, unbox therapy uh, <laughs> from Lou later talking about the 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 One Plus Eight Pro. Um, did you know gaming about Shovel Knight? Mm. Good Mythical Morning. Oh, fantastic channel. Uh, Linus Tech Tips. Mm-hmm. And then Jerry Rig Everything. We are. It, I, I don't even think we're even on the same spectrum at this point. <laughs> I know. <laughs> we had like basically zero intersection. That's kind of funny yeah. though. But at least we're recognizing some of the some of the videos that are popping up for each other. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I'm a big fan of uh, Hot Ones. Big, and I'm big a big fan. fan of Good Mythical Morning. There you go. There you go. I think one thing that's really interesting about YouTube is that the fact that it doesn't go by, based off of what all you've watched. It's based off of what you have watched most recently. Right. You know, so like I'm subscribed to Hot Ones, but they're not popping up at all. But what is popping up, if you go a little bit further down, is how to make pixel art trees. <laughs> it's like, because I, you know, it's still working on some games and stuff, especially from the, the previous challenge. Make an action RPG in Godot 3.2, you know, stuff like that. So that's a little bit further down, though, because more recently, I've just had background noise. And like in the morning, like whenever I'm working on different things, I want to learn about video games. So I'm like, hey, did you know about Shovel Knight? This, that, the other. Or it's always cool. I like Linus Tech Tips because it's like, uh, hey, I, what cool thing did I not know about computer or what's coming down the pipeline in terms of new technology? Or I just want to laugh, have Game Grumps or Good Mythical Morning on, you know? So it's more of like a passive watch than like actively, like intently watching. Uh, I'm right there with you. Yeah. So is, would you say you feel the same way about your YouTube rabbit holes? Yes, uh, a lot of the time it is just background noise. Um, a few of them, uh, a few of the recommendations I would say are because I have intently watched things like the the camera review. Uh, mm-hmm. Since I just bought my new camera today, I had been researching a lot on a few different ones. It's so exciting, and oh, love it! And then you know, just the sideman stuff and and the the vlog squad stuff. Like it's it's literally just been background noise because I've just wanted something there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I th- being tired and having an infinite uh, repertoire of videos at your disposal is so dangerous. It 100% is. There has been so many days where I woke up and I'm like, you know what, I'm going to finish my website today. Or you know what, I'm going to finish that project that I've been working on. Or, you know, I'm working on that uh, that project that, you know, you were talking about you needed a... Uh, a, a way to sync files across multiple computers without using Google Drive if you just have like one dedicated computer. Yes. I've been working on that and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to really I'm going to really crank something out on that today. Like that's my goal. It's 4 a.m. I got nothing else to do. 
I play one video and then all of a sudden it's like 6 a.m. and I'm like, oh, I gotta go to work. <laughs> like, what did I just do? I sat doing nothing for two whole hours. Yeah, it's it's definitely been a struggle. I've, I've been, I've had a couple mornings like that as well, but I, I don't know. Like, I've, I've had times where I've watched a video and then a couple hours later I'm like, oh, I literally have done nothing but mm-hmm. sat here and watched videos for the past two hours. But there's also been times where it's only been a, like five minutes and I'm like, oh, hey, I actually need to get to work. Mm-hmm. But then there's also times where I, when I don't have to work on a day, say like a Saturday or Sunday, and I start watching a video and then I watch another one and I start getting hungry and I'm like, oh, I'm hungry really early today and it's almost lunchtime. And I'm just like, oh, well, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> it's so easy to do. I think... Okay, we've we've talked a whole lot about nothing, about like just like YouTube, and it's not really on topic. But I, I think that's kind of important here because I think the thing that we're both getting at by talking all around waking up, but also talking about waking up, is this is this might be the strangest adjustment to my schedule that I have ever made in my life. Right. Like this is. This is crazy. I mean, uh, I mean, I'm not going to lie and I'm not going to sugarcoat it. This has been the hardest challenge consistently for me so far. I don't think I've ever felt my bed be more comfortable in the mornings than what it has felt these past couple weeks. Oh, I know. I know. I know. Okay. Do you know that feeling whenever you're like, you, you need to go to bed and you're like forcing yourself to go to bed and you just kind of roll around, roll around and then... Like, you're like, oh my gosh, it has to have been, like, a couple hours just because, like, I'm rolling and I'm tossing and turning. And then all of a sudden you're asleep and then you wake up. But you know how uncomfortable that feeling is, like, trying to make yourself go to sleep? It's like your eyes want to open, but you're forcing them closed. It's incredibly uncomfortable. I have felt that consistently for, like, nine of the 14 days. I feel like I'm, like, forcing myself to go to bed. I think I really just have not mastered (laughs) <laughs> what going to bed at eight o'clock feels like i'm kind of the same way uh I, i've felt that i felt that the first few days actually but then trying to get my schedule flipped to going to bed earlier and waking up sooner i started getting more tired and more tired because it was taking me a little while to fall asleep and mm-hmm. so i've kind of gotten better about falling asleep earlier in the evening but there's still those times when i when i feel like i i can't go to sleep and i'm trying to just force it to happen and that's <laughs> that's so hard. Forcing yourself to sleep is like one of the most difficult tasks, at least for me personally. So I feel like this should tell you a little bit about like what's so hard about me waking up. You know, we talked about a little bit about like my heart rate in the morning and like how I track it. Mm-hmm. Whenever my alarm went off this morning and I was up and I was walking around the house. And so it tracked that at 4.15 a.m. my heart rate was 68 when I sat down and started working this morning, it dropped to 43 and it stayed okay. in the low 40s until about 5.15 a.m. when we cranked back into cranked up into the low 50s. And then by the time like, I got to work, we're sitting in the mid to high 50s and it was there for like so long. By the time it got to like normal walking heart rate for me, like in the higher 50s, lower 60s. It was about 9 a.m. It is just so hard to, like, wake up in the morning. 
And even then, I feel like I have to have, I've never really been dependent on caffeine, but I feel like every morning I'm like, I'm going to have have to have a cup of tea or something, you know? Mm -hmm. What about you? Do you have coffee when you first wake up in the morning? When we first decided to plan this challenge, I had planned on drinking coffee in the mornings, Mm -hmm. but I have more turned to more of a breakfast protein shake type of thing to kind of get my, um, my metabolism, to kind of get my metabolism going for the day. And that sort of helped a little bit, but not as much as I've wanted it to. And I just haven't really given, given coffee or tea or anything a shot. And so, I mean, yeah, I I wanted to, I I still think I'm going to try it maybe over this next week or the week after. But I just, I've needed it, but I've decided not to use it. Well, that's good. That's very good. I'm a little bit worried about growing a dependence on it uh, because I'm, I haven't been, I mean, I drink coffee, but I haven't been like a huge drinker and I'm at like two and a half cups a day now, which is like, you used to drink like one, and like maybe two cups of tea, but like I wake up in the morning, I have a cup of tea and then at nine, I have another cup and then at like 11, I have a cup and then I'll make a cup of tea. And then I'll fill half of it with coffee. And so I'm like, man, I, I'm pumping my body full of caffeine now to stay awake. Right. It's, yeah, it's definitely a struggle, but man, I've, I've felt it. And e- even worse, the nights where I've gone on Netflix binges and lost track of time, it's made it that much more horrible of, of a time in the mornings. Yeah, that's, that's my thing is, you know, I was talking about my website. I was working on the website for a, I started at six and I was like, I'm going to do this for a little bit. And I decided like I'm going to self host and I'm going to host it on my own uh, server and stuff. And so I've been like looking at how to do that. And my wife came in and she said, Hey, you're not asleep yet. And I was like, it's not time for bed. And she's like, it's eight 30. I was like, Oh, oh. <laughs> well I have to finish this now. And so like, I didn't go to bed until nine the other night and it was I felt it, dude. I felt it so hard at 4am. And I was like, okay, well, I'm never doing that again. And so now I have like a reminder on my phone that beeps at me that says, hey, it's eight o'clock. Go to bed, sucker. <laughs> like, you can't, you can't keep doing this to yourself. <laughs> it's been a struggle. I'll tell you what. It really has been. And <laughs> I know listeners, this feels like it's been all over the place, but that's where my brain is right now. My brain is just all over the place with this challenge. I, I don't feel like I'm as good steering the conversation this time around just because it's been, it has just been so weird. Like, I, like I said, I, I feel like I'm in a different time zone. Like the people who I interact with are at different times. I feel, I, I legitimately feel like I went to London and I'm there now. Like it just, my body is just on a totally different schedule and it just takes so much adjusting. I will say the feeling of it being 4am hasn't worn off. And in fact, that has gotten harder, but getting up has gotten easier. I don't know if that makes sense. Like the bed feels more comfy and I feel more tired, but the fact that the choice has been taken away is like, oh, well, I just got to get up now. So in, in the interest of making this a little more structured, let's talk about what we thought we would do at the beginning and what we're actually doing now, right? I remember you said at the beginning, something that you wanted to do was you wanted to wake up, you know, have the shake, look at stocks, do some learning, maybe go for a run. uh, And then, you know, get to work on the days where you have to work. 
what does that look like for you now on the average day, right? I think we already gave some spoilers in the fact that sometimes we're just, we're just binging YouTube, but what does the typical day for you look like at 4am? Yeah. So if, if the listeners recall not too long ago in this episode, I brought up my schedule that I had planned out for myself, right? To which, for whatever reason, I don't even know where I have put it at this point because I haven't been following it. <laughs> yeah. So orig- originally I had planned, you know, wake up at four o'clock, kind of wake up a little bit, get my, get my shake in the mornings, and then study for my promotion test for an hour, and then go for a run. The, st- <laughs> the studying aspect, well, it's been in the back of my brain. Does that count? Um... I wish I could say yes. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, I've studied a little bit, not as much as I've wanted to. The thing I'm, I'm happy about is I have stuck to my plan to run every morning. Uh, example, last week, sa- Sunday through Saturday, I ran a total of about 22 and a half miles. Wow. And so I'm, I'm proud of myself on that aspect. Mm-hmm. But following the schedule that I had planned out for myself... It was a thing for the first few days, and it was going really well. And then the tiredness started kicking in, and the the motivation as I wanted it to be there, some days it just wasn't. And so I got up and I would sit down and I'd have my stuff open to study and everything, and I would just be like, nah, I'm not going to do this today, I'll do it later. And I would just never get back around to it, I would take up my time doing other things, making videos, editing photos. And so I was still being productive, just not in the sense that I wanted to be. I have found myself doing a lot of that same thing. Like the latter part of what you were saying, the way I had planned on being productive in the morning was I said, I'm going to accomplish A, B, and C. And what I actually accomplished was X, Y, and Z. Like it's still things that were on my list, but it might have been the things that were more research-oriented as opposed to task-oriented. Like, hey, spend some time looking into this programming language. Like, spend some time looking at Spark. Spend some time looking at Hadoop. Spend some time looking at all of these different things. Or you had on your bucket list that you wanted to that you wanted to get your PhD. Look at all these programs. Look at master's programs. Look at all that stuff. That's all things that were not pressing on my brain. But... 4am Cody is like, I could spend some time leisurely doing some research. You know, like, it's not what I plan to do. It's not A, B, and C. It's just X, Y, and Z. You know what I'm saying? I know exactly what you're saying. So, yeah, that's interesting. I th- That might just be like a tired brain thing that like, because usually if I have like a task list, I'm pretty good at knocking it out. But tired brain is just like, no, I don't want to do the things that require a lot of brain power. I want to just kind of absorb. So I think that's kind of why I was, I, you know, I like having the YouTube videos on in the background because it's like, oh, that's things I could just absorb while I'm consuming. You know, it's, it's easy to listen to, you know, Rhett and Link crack jokes back and forth or eat something disgusting and look at this thing it's like oh hey you know whenever i whenever something exciting happens i can look over and kind of watch that and laugh along and then um i can go back to whatever i was doing and not lose my place and just kind of still just absorb so interesting 
talking this out has been helpful. I think I've, I've learned some things and how to make the next 14 days a little bit easier. <laughs> so the average day for me, I think looks a little somewhat similar to yours. I'm going to be like incredibly explicit. So I wake up. I, the first thing I do is I grab my phone and instinctively I check Reddit and hacker news. Like, I'm just like, okay, what, what's new? What have I, what have I missed out on whenever I was asleep? Just something to shock my brain into awake mode. And I usually do that for about 10 to 15 minutes. I wish I did it less. I wish I did it less, but I, something that's, that's become my morning, like waking my brain up so I can actually like get some, get some tasks done. So I do that. I check, I check my crypto and see how it's doing. The, the Bitcoin happening happened. And at first I lost a significant amount of money. I don't want to disclose how much, but I lost, I lost a bunch of money <laughs> because I expected it to go a little bit higher before it crashed and I made a bad bet. It's okay. It's okay. I've made it all back. I made it all back. Um, proud of you. Whenever it crashed, I threw more money at it. And so I'm better off now than I was then, but. <laughs> that kind of like led me into like oh I should probably check check on my crypto a little a little more often so I check check that and then I go make a cup of tea grab my laptop move into the living room sit down on the couch and then I'm like okay what am I gonna do and if my brain is awake and active it's like I'm going to do x y and uh, a b and c and if it's very sleepy I'm going to do x y and z and then at around 5:45, 6, um, it's like okay, it's time to time to transition into work mode, and so I kind of wrap up what I'm doing, and I get to my work. I switch the work partition on my laptop, and then it's like okay, what do I have to do today? I do some planning, uh, get some things set up, get all the tasks that I need to go, shower, and start my day. That's kind of been what my days have been like on the average day. I've gone running twice in the morning. I like running in the morning. I don't think I like running when it's still dark out. I like running when the sun is rising, and sometimes that means starting work later, which I don't always want to do. I kind of just play it by ear on a daily basis, which has kind of been what I've been doing this whole time, is playing it a lot by ear. I, I like having a structure and a schedule, but at 4 a.m., all bets are off. It's just whatever my brain wants to do. It's really hard to hold yourself accountable that early. Uh, I'm kind of the same way. I mean, I had originally planned to go running at 6 o'clock every morning, and I think it was that first morning I sent you that video um, while I was I was out running and the sun had just started rising and, oh, it was beautiful. Yeah, you ran like over a 5K. You were just killing the game. I was, I was, I was motivated. I was happy. I was feeling good. I started going more um, as to when the sun was going to rise to make it to a part in my neighborhood to a specific location in my neighborhood where I could see the sunrise better. And that was always my goal. And that's still my goal every morning is to make it to that point. And so I've definitely strayed from my schedule as well in the mornings. And it's been more dependent on when other things are going to happen. Yeah, it's definitely easier to, I mean, it's definitely harder to think how you, how it's definitely harder to know how you're going to feel tomorrow morning. Cause if you go to bed, at you know eight o'clock and wake up at four and you get the full eight hours it's going to be easier to kind of like feel a little more energized but if you had a bad night's sleep and you kind of toss and turn a little bit it's going to be impossible to tell how you're going to feel so i think playing it by ear is definitely 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 easier 
Absolutely. How do you see the rest of the challenge going? I know we've we've kind of made it clear, both of us, that this is not easy. And it's it's definitely not something that we are super, super enjoying. But how <laughs> do you think the rest of the challenge is going to go? You know, um, it's already gone better than I expected, even though it has been extremely tough. I was afraid I was going to have mornings where I wake up and I say you know what, I'm just going to roll back over and go back to bed. But I haven't. And so I, I feel like it's going to continue going as well as, as well as it is and potentially get a little easier. I am hoping for that to happen. I'm hoping for it, it to be like my body has adjusted to this quote-unquote jet lag and I'm back on like a normal schedule and it's easier in the morning and it's it just feels good again. I'm ready for that to happen and I'm hoping that that happens. You know, it seems that days 14 through 21 of the challenge are always the hardest. And oh, so, don't tell me that. Huh? Oh, don't tell me that. <laughs> I'm sorry, but it's definitely the case. Oh, man, I'm very sorry. But I will say, there's light at the end of the tunnel, and it seems that 21 through 28, you feel like there's more of a routine. So, based off of my perception of the past couple challenges i think we're in for an even ruder awakening and then we're on to smooth sailing and i think it just comes down to you adjust you gain the discipline you learn the schedule you learn how to do it and then it's like okay now i'm doing it so buckle up caleb buckle buckle on up bucko we got some i think i'm gonna have to get an extra seat belt for this one Hopefully it gets better. Yeah. But that's all I can say at this point. We can only hope. Okay. <laughs> Let's go ahead and move on to the arrow scale real quick. Let's just knock these numbers out. Um, it's easy talking about it, but let's let's quantify it a little bit here. Accessibility. What you got for me? So before, I had it at a, a 4 or 5. I definitely think it's doable and everything, you know? I'm actually going to stick with that because we have proven to ourselves and each other and hopefully the listeners now that we can still do it and mm-hmm. we've been doing it. Mm-hmm. And so I, I still want to stick with a, a four out of five for that reason. I stuck with the exact same number. I stuck with three. I I kept the three. I'm a little less optimistic about the accessibility um, than you are. I'm not as a four, but I'm, I'm sticking with my three. Same reasons. It's my perceptions going into this about how accessible it was is pretty much the same. Um, I almost wanted to put a two because, you know, the schedule just doesn't line up with my family. And, you know, my wife, she's been working crazy hours and it's almost inaccessible in that I am just going to bed so much earlier and I'm getting less quality time with my loved ones. So that's a little bit hard. And I think that there's just an adjustment period. And so I'm going to keep it at three, but I wouldn't be surprised if the number was lower coming up. Fair enough. All right. How do you feel about excitedness? So my excitedness has gone up, surprisingly. Caleb, what? It's for a good reason. Okay. Spill. We're halfway through the challenge and we only have one half to go. I think this challenge really had us in the first half. Not gonna lie. (laughs) (laughs) I'm excited for the upcoming weeks because I do feel 
and I'm very optimistic that it's going to get easier and better. Okay. And so I have it as a three of five now. Well, I was at a three of five, and now I'm at a two of five. <laughs> I'm, I'm giving this number based off of how I feel right now. And let me be honest with you. I'm not excited to wake up at 4 a.m. tomorrow. Not excited to do it the next day. I'm not excited to do it the next day. So for the time being, we're sticking to a, a two. And I'm, I'm hoping it goes up right. No one ever wants a bad result. So, I, But I'm sticking. It's a hard two. Putting a one crossed my brain. I'm, I'm going to say it like that. <laughs> This has been so difficult. I wish I could express everything that's going on in my brain right now, but sleepy brain is dangerous. That's all I'm going to say. Sleepy brain is very dangerous. All right. Reservations. How are you feeling? Um, so my reservations, quite honestly, haven't really changed due to the same reasons that they were before. So it's still a three of five. Uh, my reasoning before was that I'd woken up super early before and you know i can do it again mm -hmm. but tying into my excitedness we're already halfway through the challenge like i i don't see any point in stopping now like we're already halfway there we can definitely push through to the end so i'm gonna mm -hmm. go ahead and keep it at a three of five i i mean i'm the same boat right like four or five i'm just sitting here i'm like i'm it's hard it's definitely hard. My reservations are still the exact same. It's still early. The schedules aren't synced up with the rest of everybody else. You know, that was a concern that I know that I gave on reservations beforehand. And everything is still the exact same. So four or five, same as you. Pretty typical, pretty usual. Outcome. What's going on? What are you thinking? How is this going to come? How is this going to turn out? So my outcome has gone down. Okay. So. For the beginning of the challenge, I put my opinion for the potential outcome was a 4 of 5 because, you know, waking up early, we could potentially get so much done. While, yes, I have gotten a lot of things done in these early mornings with no distraction, I've had multiple days when I've woken up and I haven't wanted to do anything. So it crossed my mind to put a 2 of 5, but I went ahead and put a 3 of 5 because I still feel... I can still get a lot done, which which is still my goal, to get things done in the mornings. Yeah, I had to take a glass half full approach too. You put into words how I felt inside. I was going to put a two, and then I was like, well, there's still the challenge left. There's still benefits to be derived, and I don't want to be full-on pessimistic yet. So I gave it a three. I had a four, considered two, put three. It's the exact same reason as you. You pretty much summed it up really well. I think the issue is is that I've said this thirty times, and I know the listeners are gonna get. I know that the listeners are going to get tired of me saying this, but it's just there has been no adaptation to this yet for me. I feel by the time that I kind of get used to it, I'm not going to have to do it anymore, and so I, I, I'm worried that the benefits derived from this might be not what I thought they were, and I might have to look for other benefits. There has been a benefit, I will say. Like, I wake up pretty consistently before my alarm. Like, 3.57 is, like, my time of day. I wake up, I look at my watch, 3.57. Like, legitimately, about eight times out of the 14. Like, after the first couple days, like, when my body got used to it, 3.57. That's been my time. I'm up, and I'm like, okay, I'm already up, turn off my alarm, get to, get to look in, get to scroll and get to browse in. That has been an, un an unforeseen benefit, 
Like, I feel like my body is just so much more regular in that sense. Asleep before nine. That's because I know that I can't just snooze. I can't just snooze and say, okay, well, I can, I can give it another shot later. So it's things like that that make me wonder if the benefits that I thought I would feel are not going to be the benefits at all. And it's going to be something entirely. And I'm also worried about different potential downsides. I, I wasn't ever worried about downsides when it came to challenges until the One Punch Man challenge, where I just felt hungrier all the time and I started eating more. And then the eating more did not directly lead to anything. Like it led to me actually like putting on more weight than I thought I would. And then that carried off to whenever I wasn't doing that. And now I'm, I'm on the lookout for the negative side effects. That's kind of why I mentioned the caffeine at the beginning, because I want to make sure that I don't feel like I don't become conditioned to having so much caffeine every day. And then when I'm not waking up at four, I still feel like I have to have two and a half, three cups of coffee. So it's, I've kind of been a little more aware of the downsides than I think I usually would be. I've just been, I've been a little bit jaded by the system because of that. I think that I have to taper my expectations and that's why the three feels a little more feasible to me than being a little more excited and optimistic. I think with the outcome, you have to be just a little bit more realistic. Everyone, when everyone comes on the podcast, the first thing, like outcome, it's like, they're pretty excited. Like no one ever expects anything bad to come about it because these are all supposed to be productive things. This is just such a different thing than, than anything else that I've ever done. Oh, absolutely. And it is, it is, it's definitely been something that I didn't expect Mm -hmm. at all. Because I expected to wake up every morning, jump out of bed, you know, pat myself on the back, like, let's get things done today. And that was that was my expectation for, for every morning. And like we said before, the first few mornings were pretty much exactly like that. But as the time has gone on, that pat on the back has gotten softer and softer. Mm-hmm. And it's been like, let's try and get things done this morning. And if I'm being completely honest with you... The fact that it's not the first three days every day is kind of disappointing. Like, I don't know if I'm disappointed in myself or I'm disappointed in the just situation as a whole, but it, I kind of feel like I have simultaneously been let down and let myself down, if that makes sense. And I think that might be a part of why like this is just hard in general, Um but, you know, I have a pretty healthy mindset. Like, you know, I, I feel good, like in general. I, I have a pretty positive outlook on things in general. But this has this has just been like, ah, yeah, okay, it's, it's not rainbows and butterflies. And I think the fact that it's not rainbows and butterflies hit a little sooner. Like this is, this is not the magic bullet that I wanted it to be. You know what I'm saying? Like this is not yeah. going to be like the the kickstart to productivity that I feel like people make it out to be, it's definitely, it's definitely significantly harder than I could have imagined. It is genuinely surprising to me that this is the challenge where I had to stop and think, this might not be good for me personally. Like this not, this might be unhealthy for me. I, I expected it to be, you know, something different, not, not this, you know? 
I agree. Don't confuse me saying all of this as me saying, this is bad, don't try it, this is horrible. But I just think that this specific 4 to 8 may not be my, this may not be what I need for this particular period in my life. I feel like the tired brain is just, it's harder, it's harder for it to give itself any credit. So after this, I think I'm going to try to go forward a little bit more optimistic. I feel like, you know, this podcast was also like a pseudo venting session because we haven't been able to talk (laughs) about this with like anybody else or each other. And so we got all the vents out. So hopefully episode two of the early riser challenge will be a little bit more optimistic and we'll be able to reflect a little more fondly. Just all I'm saying is if I open episode two with welcome to my stupid podcast, the podcast where we do dumb things. I'm Cody and that's Caleb and I want to die. Hopefully that doesn't happen. But if that does happen, know that you're in for a ride. I'll leave him to say you're in for a treat if that happens. Okay, yeah. This is stupid. I hate everything. This is garbage. This is garbage. I'm gonna gonna fill myself with some positivity. I'm gonna be be a little more confident moving forward. I think I got all my all the things out there in my brain and I feel good. I feel good about it. I've talked it all out and what's next is schedule time. It's time to put it all down on a schedule, make it and stick to it. So I'm going to try that out for the next two weeks and I'm going to, I'm going to try my hardest to stick to it and hopefully I can report back with some, some more optimism. All right, Caleb, do you have any parting thoughts, anything else you would like to address before we hang up? Uh, nothing technically pressing, uh, you know, just want to stick with the good vibes 24 seven mentality. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, that's that's just kind of what I can conjure up for now through this tired state of recording mm-hmm. the second half of the first episode. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's it, it's a good day to have a good day. Hey, hey, good vibes. Good vibes. Good vibes. Good vibes. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, I have been Cody. And I have been Caleb. And feel free to reach out to us on social media. Um, we'd love to hear from you. We'd love to hear your feedback. You can find me at Mr. Kovar on almost every single social media. The best way to get a hold of me will probably be Twitter. Just send me a quick at and uh, I'll get your response. Maybe have a communi- have some communication about what's going on. Caleb, where can people reach you? People can reach me on Twitter and Instagram at Caleb Inman 63 Inman, for most people, is spelt I-N-M-A-N. And yeah, my, the best way to get a hold of me is through either of those. Just shoot me a nice little DM and... I'm, I'm actually pretty good at responding. All right, Caleb, plug it. What's been going on? You said you started YouTube. Huh, yeah. So I've started vlogging. Uh, my vlogging channel literally is just Caleb Inman. Find me on YouTube. Watch, like, comment, subscribe, you know. Smash that like button. Throw in a nice little comment. Subscribe if you feel like it. I definitely think that if you like the vlogosphere, you'll like Caleb's content. He's a funny guy. I'm sure you've you've known that through through his time on the podcast great guy great content you'll love it he has some sick drone shots too i'm very very like my there was some of them i was like wow that's i didn't know that the land could look like that right it's it's crazy some of the shots he got um i'm super excited for y'all to see that too it's it's really cool so definitely get subscribed 
and uh, get ready for some some quality content coming your way. He just got a new camera too, so production quality's going up. Yep, yep. Hey, episode of uh, the Life Goes On vlog series, the quarantine vlogs, episode two, uploading right now. Hopefully, will be posted within the next hour. Fantastic. Well, get subscribed. For, get subscribed for some quality content coming your way. Um, really quick before we uh, before we break up here, I have a question from Twitter. Friend of the show, Christina Martinez asks, "What are changes you have seen in your awareness, if any? How would you answer that, Caleb?" Changes in my awareness. Well, beginning this challenge. I would have wanted to say the change I would want to see is being more aware of the time since I was trying to put myself on a schedule. But in all honesty, I have become less aware of time. I'm getting a lot done, but I'm just not paying as close of attention to how long I'm spending on things. And so ho- hopefully that switches over these next couple of weeks, but that's kind of the only change I've really noticed. I'm trying to analyze why I feel the exact same way as you, because I don't feel like that's coincidental. Because it's really easy to just agree with what you say and say, oh, yeah, I feel the same way. But I feel so distinctly the same way as you. And there has to be a reason. Right. I'm wondering if because we wake up so early that we just feel like we have so much time in the day and then we get things done. Like we, we, we get our personal stuff done and then we go to work and we get work stuff done. I'm wondering if it's just we feel like we have more time and therefore we don't pay as much attention to it, if that makes any sense. I feel like that could definitely be a possibility because I do recall looking here at my notes from the first half of this episode, I did say something like this, we would be maximizing our time throughout the day. And so that being said, I feel like it is definitely possible that having more time has made us not pay as much attention towards the time that we're spending on certain things. I feel like that's a really fair analysis. That's fair. Uh, I... That's interesting. I had not considered that because I I was talking earlier about how like at night I'm like, okay, I'm ready for bed, but also I'm going to crank this thing out real quick and it's been two hours. So that'll be interesting. I'm going to pay, I'm going to pay a little more attention to that. Christina, that was a very good question. Incredibly thought provoking. Thank you so much. And uh, I cannot wait to uh, give an update to that one on part two. Absolutely. The only reason I would say my situational awareness hasn't changed at all is because it has been drilled into my brain to always be as aware as I possibly can of my surroundings because of the line of work that I'm in. Yeah, I would imagine being in the military, having 100% situational awareness at all times is pretty dire. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, so mine hasn't changed. Uh, I do like the question. It did get me thinking, though. But uh, on that front, I... I don't think I've changed very much at all. Interesting. Well, we will see if that changes at all next time. But hopefully for, for your sake, it doesn't. Hopefully for my <laughs> sake, it does. <laughs> so if you want to be like Christina and ask us a question, please do reach out. We would love to hear from you guys. And uh, maybe you can maybe you can get us thinking. Thinking a little bit more. Maybe, maybe for the better. So thank you so much, Christina. And thank you, listener for your undivided love and support and attention. You're amazing. Don't let your dreams be dreams, okay? Wise man Shia LaBeouf once said, just do it. Just so, do it. Just do it, man. Just do it. You know? Just do it. Just go for it. Bro for it. 
I didn't make that up. That was I saw that in a Game Grumps video. I love it that I watched at four a.m. <laughs> <laughs> surprise, surprise! Oh my god, this has been the worst outro of all time. Okay, I'm just <laughs> all right. Podcast over. Thanks for listening. Peace out. <laughs> Oh, I love it.